Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and I'm with Tom Evans. It's the day before the 2018 Trail World Championships. We're on the Mediterranean coast of Spain. Good morning. Good morning, Megan. Thanks very much for having me. How are you doing? This is my first time meeting you. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, had a good flight yesterday. Um, so nice to be here. Like I've been lucky enough to spend a little bit of time uh, out in Spain preparing for the race. Um, and training's gone as well as it can, so just really looking forward to towing the start line tomorrow. Try not to get too excited today. I think you're pretty excited today. We've just had a nice conversation. I think you're pretty excited. Yeah, it's been a, like, representing Team GB for me is a huge, huge honor. Um, my first international vest, um, and what a place to do it. Like, mm. Amazing weather, amazing trails, and got loads of other friends who are running, so it should be a, it's going to be an awesome race. Um, so this is I Run Far's first time speaking with you. I think this is my first time seeing you race. I saw you at the CCC briefly, but it'll be my first time watching you start to finish. Who is Tom Evans? <laughs> That's a question I've been asking <laughs> myself. Everyone wants to know. Okay. Uh, so I'm 26 years old. Okay. Uh, from the UK. I live in London. Uh, started running properly. April 2017, so just over a year ago with Marathon de Saab. Um, and since then, have sort of just trying to figure out what type of running I like the most. And it sort of turns out that it's in and around sort of the 50 miles to 100K. Okay. Um, I've been in the army for seven years, serving with the Welsh Guards, um, mm. which has been an incredible experience. And I owe a lot of my physical, but mainly mental strength um to them uh i tough training days yeah and... exactly very tough training days but lots of mates to get you around as well mm. um my coffee of choice is <laughs> a flat white with oat milk very cool okay. uh and my guilty pleasure is an <laughs> almond croissant there you go that's all you need to know that's, about. It. that's it yeah. And you're not so good with the poles yet. Maybe. Uh, no, I'm very bad with those wizard sticks. Uh, <laughs> Learning about them. Yeah, I think they're really useful. Um, but it's something that you've really got to practice with. And being in, living in London, living in the UK, <laughs> if you were to, <laughs> if you were to use poles in like ding, 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 Richmond ding. Park or somewhere where like on like Richmond Park for those who don't know it's like a a big park just to the, in the west of London it's like an eight mile loop around the outside you might get 200 meters of climbing in 800 meters sorry in eight miles like if you used poles on like the one climb in there <laughs> you just get looked at me like what is this? I get all these weird looks anyway um so yeah I've, I've been using them used them in the Eiger used them at CCC um so, and we'll use them for a bit of the race this year mm. um, and it's nice that you can pick them up at one point and then drop them off somewhere else um, so yeah I'll be using them but probably not very well I end up doing more damage to myself and probably others around me but uh, yeah they're useful I think um, and so you're you're an adult onset runner basically yeah pretty much I sort of discovered it by accident um, okay. signed up to Marathon de Saab uh, after a couple of beers uh, it's a very typical for a young man in the UK. Yeah, exactly. We have the especially army. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, British army. There certainly used to be a sort of culture of drinking, and, and then nowadays it's it's a 
quite a lot more professional. Mm. Um, however, because work is, you're, you work incredibly hard, like you need to relax and going for a couple of beers with some mates is the perfect way to do it. And so I had some friends who did Marathon de Saab in 2016 and they did really well. They finished top 200. Um, and yeah, after a couple of beers, we were sort of chatting about it and I said sort of pretty confidently that, yeah, like, <laughs> top 200, yeah, it's really good, but there's still two, like 190 people who are better than you. <laughs> and they're like, well, you haven't done it. So like, it's really hard. And I'm like, oh, fine, I'll do it then. Um, signed up the next morning and here we came are Came third. Yeah, came third, which is, yeah, which is crazy. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, and the Moroccans out there, like, they're pretty fast. Like, getting on the podium out there is pretty serious business. Yeah, it was pretty surreal. <laughs> You're telling me it's pretty, pretty surreal for me. Uh, I had no idea. Like, I went out hoping to finish the top 50, maybe top 40. Mm. Um, yeah, and it just the race just went really well, and it's been pretty crazy since. Um, it's an awesome race. Like, it's... It's different, it's still part of the Ultra World Tour, but it's very different to all of the other races. I think it does still deserve a place because it is, it just does add an extra element of complexity to the race, carrying all of your food. Like physically, yeah, there's not that much verts, there's not that much climbing, it's not very technical. But, so physically it's not that, that difficult, but it's the mental side of it. It's packing your own food, it's preparing that way, it's, going on for a week of it yeah going yeah. on for a week like your body just drains and drains and drains and on the long stage it's 83k um they said i think it was a little bit longer um <laughs> it certainly felt a lot longer uh but that was the furthest that i'd ever run mm. in one day mm. so it was there was so much unknown for me i had no idea that the wheels were going to fall off at some point or my body was just going to decide like right no that's it like stop where you are we finished um yeah managed to <laughs> somehow managed to pull it together um and yeah like i said it's been been pretty crazy since and since then you've done some more mountainous stuff yeah. Iger ultra trail ccc yes. last summer yeah um yeah so i raced the Iger. uh and i guess the coastal challenge is pretty hilly too yeah the coastal challenge that was I got offered a place in the Coastal Challenge pretty much as soon as I'd finished Marathon de Saab. Mm. Been like, yeah, there's this amazing multi-stage race, uh, TCC, Costa Rica, similar concept to Marathon de Saab, but you don't carry your own kit. And at that point, I was like, right, sign me up. Anything uh, that... Yeah, anything you don't have to carry your kit. Like, <laughs> uh, amazing opportunity. And abundant food all week. Yeah, which is key. Yeah, uh, yeah no almond croissants, sadly. <laughs> Good coffee, though. Uh, lots of beans and rice. Lots of beans and rice, which is great. Uh, and it was, yeah, so I, I didn't know much about the race. And then the more I looked into it, the more I realized like how much fun it was going to be. Mm. Um, I'd never been to Costa Rica before, really wanted to go. Uh, and it was, for me, it was just a great way to see the culture and meet the people and get to know sort of Costa Rica for what it really is rather than the touristy places that you might sort of go to on holiday. Um, mm. But yeah, it's a super tough race. And this year the field was incredibly stacked. Um, like I was, I'd spoke to Tom Owens. He's another British athlete out here this week. Um, and who won it in 2017. And he was like, yeah, it was, it's an amazing race, but like you'll run it all on your own. Mm. Um, but then they did an amazing job at getting some 
seriously, seriously good runners in, like guys from the US, like Timothy Olsen, Hayden Hawks, Mike Wardian, just to name a few, um, as well as the Costa Rican guys who are seriously quick. And, and I was there being like, oh, I, th- I thought it was going to be like an easy run. I'm like, right, I'm actually going to have to work pretty hard Race. now. Um, but no, it was awesome. And it was like getting to run with and getting to know like my fellow Hoka teammates, mm-hmm. uh, Hayden and Mike was, yeah, it was amazing getting to spend like a whole week with them. Um, like these guys have been doing it. Mike and Tim certainly have been doing it for a long time. Like just getting to pick their brains. Like for me about to turn full time, like it's great just to see like how they, how they do everything and how they manage to balance like family life and running and sponsorship and all of these things that you don't think about mm-hmm. when you're back. Right, I want to be a professional trail runner. Uh, and yeah, so it was an awesome, awesome experience. And that, yeah, like you say, it's a technically and physically, it's a seriously tough race. Mm. Way, way harder than marathon to sub um, on your legs. But because your the organisation is so good, you get all this amazing food. You get like your tents already put up for you. Um, you just can recover, so you can perform. Like, yeah, your body's tired, but you're recovering reasonably well so you can yeah perform to a high standard every day um so let's talk a little bit about this race i think team great britain comes in in potential medal country what do you guys think or what have you been talking about as a team um to be honest like the way that i approach things uh with my training and my racing, which has come from my coach, uh, Alison Benton in the UK, the AB training group, is we folk Got the sponsor drop in there, yeah. well done. Check it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we, yes, yeah, so we focus on the process, not the outcome. So we just make sure that we are, everyone in Team GB is in as good a shape as possible. And then the results will look after themselves. Like, mm. and if like things will go right, things will go wrong. Um, but we worry about the process. So whether it's like just the build-up training, or it's the race itself. But then you can split it down even further into like just from checkpoint to checkpoint, or hour one, hour two, hour three. Um, the results will look after themselves. Uh, this year, or every year in the World Championships, there's an amazing, amazing teams. And I think at the moment, like personally. Uh, I think that the battle for first and second with the countries will be Spain and France. They've both got really strong teams. I've been, been lucky enough to run against some of the guys before uh, and good friends with some of them, which is really nice. And then I think the battle for third at the moment is probably US-UK, mm. um, which will just be really fun uh, to play out to play out tomorrow all day. And if it's a, if you know there's, for me, if I know there's someone in the US who's, a minute ahead of me and I've got 5k to go then I'm coming for you yeah exactly you're sort of hear me <laughs> hear me sort of stabbing myself with my poles and uh, not not my finest hour um, but it, it makes it makes it more exciting that it's a team competition and if you finish if you finished 15th overall for example like as an individual that will probably still be good enough to get in the scoring and if it's the choice of 15th or 16th between the your know, the third scorers from UK and the US like if you can get that one extra place, it makes a huge difference. Which for me, like coming from a background of team sports, having that sort of team atmosphere and those sort of ethos in trail running, for me, it just, it makes it sort of all complete, which is really nice. 
Um, I think most of the members of Team GB have seen the course, including you. Yeah, we were. Um, I was really lucky. The British Army were superb in allowing me time to time off to go and train and to prepare as well mm. as I possibly can. So I spent a lot of time out here on my own, uh, and then stayed with a couple of Romanians um, who will do really well, I'm sure. Uh, really nice to, and that's the nice thing about trail running. It's so family orientated. Mm. Everyone, you can just stay with people stay on their sofas and it's really nice um but we, the team gb also came out for a long weekend okay so we did the whole course um of just jumping from some checkpoint to checkpoint that was really nice we've all seen it um and yeah i think it, this course it's the profile is doesn't replicate the ground as well as some others do i'm, I'm sure it's is 100 accurate but it just mm. doesn't look like it is it's like a tiny hill and you get halfway up and like you look at your you look at the route on your watch like this is like why am i so tired yeah uh, but yeah so we were really like and it was great for this of the team bonding to come out here so we're all we're all now really good friends and it's nice that like when you get to places like this like you've got people to hang out with and sort of chill out with and not getting each other nervous and yeah, sort of trust the trust the team trust the process and the outcome will look after itself. You stayed in Vista Bella, which is what, like 60K on the course? Yeah, like it's, that? yeah, it's, like it's a little bit over 60K, so it's the last crude checkpoint. Major and, checkpoint. Yeah, yeah, and from there, it, there's then one more checkpoint with about six, seven K to go to the finish. Uh, but that's the, in and around Vista Bella is the hardest part of the course. It's just relentless. You're either going down or up, mm. and they're, they're steep. Um, and for me as a as a runner, I like the flatter sections where I can really open out. Um, I, coming from the UK, it's not that hilly. Um, so a lot of my training is based around like, the faster, flatter running. Um, so those are the bits that are easier for me. So I want to train on my weaknesses, which are the ups and downs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I sort of made a conscious decision to stay there so I'd get a lot of vert uh, uh, and descent in my training um, and it's a beautiful place it's like 1400 meters got really cold at night though wasn't prepared for that is that right I sort of came in my like little shorts and singlets and I like, thought to, like, you were coming to the Mediterranean coast for a vacation yeah, yeah yeah like we were like lit the fire every night and like it was cold uh -huh. um, but yeah I'm so lucky to be able to get out here and it's such a beautiful course and it's such an amazing place in the world um, and the nice thing about of living in the UK is or for races in Europe like everywhere is close mm. it's like a two hour flight uh, to get here so you can sort of come out here for a weekend um, whereas for you guys in the US it's like a major epic yeah to it's here. a serious epic yeah, yeah. Like, you couldn't come for a long weekend to do a training camp and like yeah there's some incredible trails in the US and the training's amazing but it's so nice knowing being able to train really specifically for each race, being able to practice like on the climbs. Like the way that I like, I like I sort of make make some like small memories of places around the courses where they're like, oh like we did that, like we did a tempo run up this hill mm. and then when you get to it in the race you can have like <laughs> fifteen seconds of like positive thinking and like, oh yeah, this is like for like oh we stopped for a picnic here and I, I can't do this tomorrow. Had some Pringles under that tree. Yeah and... exactly. Uh, it's just always nice and like if you're running with someone you can like yeah, it just like it's something a little positive in your head, just sort of keeps you ticking over, keeps you a little bit distracted. Um, 
yeah, that like positive reinforcement, which I think, and with ultra running, it's physically, yeah, it's really tough, but it, it's mentally that I think that's where the races are really won or lost. It's when it gets a bit hard, like your legs are saying, right, stop, my legs are tired. And it's like, well, yeah, but like if there was, if there was like a lion chasing you, like, <laughs> you'd still be able to run. And like, how do you get that mentality into it? It's like, yeah, they don't, I don't particularly want to run any harder or faster. I like, I'd love to stop and just chill out and just eat all the food in my pack. Uh, but my legs, I physically, I can do it if you believe that you can do it. Um, and I think that's sort of certainly for me with my military background, mm. giving what may seem at the beginning like an impossible task to complete, but you find a way of doing it. Like you break it down into like manageable chunks, whether it's like checkpoint to checkpoint or hour by hour. And then within gel the gel, yeah, gel to gel. Got another one down. Yeah, shot block to shot block. <laughs> <laughs> like sip of water to sip of water. Like, and it, it, yeah, it just all, it just all helps. And like, if you looked at, if you looked at these races like as a one, I'd be like, right, yeah, eighty-five k, five thousand meters of up. If you looked at that, you'd be like, pretty scary. But yeah, just break it down, and it's like running. All you've got to do is just chuck a pair of trainers on and a bib and just go go have fun like go play on the trails like this is we train i train incredibly hard so then when it gets so i can enjoy races I'm like yeah it's at the time like there'll be times that you're thinking like this isn't that enjoyable but like, it's why we do it like i don't train because i like training i train because i love to race um and just that excitement of the start line like when everyone shoots off crazy fast and i'm sure tomorrow's going to be crazy fast start um and then like settling into your rhythm and you know, you're just looking around like with like new friends new faces and on these incredible trails out in uh, castellon uh but then also following the following like there's history to this trail like it's an old pilgrimage route like it's so cool thinking that 700 years ago pilgrims were walking this route um up to the monastery the mm. San Juan Penigolosa like it's so nice having that sort of historical element to it and you feel that you are you are becoming part of part of the trail and part of that history mm. and that culture right on yeah there we go <laughs> <laughs> well best of luck to you in keeping it easy and fun tomorrow thank you very much um, be cool and we'll see you out there perfect thanks very much Megan okay